Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to my Friday Five, my weekly look at some of the latest topics and trends in the world of well-being. And this week, I'm taking us on a journey into both wellness brand founding entrepreneurship, as well as take a closer look at some of the most fascinating new food supplements and buzzwords that you might have started to come across. Well, those of you who follow me on my social media channels, such as Instagram, Facebook and YouTube, will know that I have become a fan of a small British food supplement company called Indie Supplements, having been sent some to try last year by its female co-founder, Helen Snook, who I know well, actually, from my days at the Lizelle Beauty Company when Helen used to run customer events. And in fact, she and I spent many a happy day and evening together traveling around the country when I used to give talks and lectures on botanical skincare and more back in the day before Kim and I saw sold the beauty brand and I left for good. So it was really great to reconnect with her and her husband, Chris, after all this time. And together they have founded this brilliant British brand born like so many good ideas out of their own personal frustration of not finding the perfect powdered form of food supplements to make shakes, drinks and smoothies. The result being their indie brand, which I have become a fan of and which my team have sorted a Liz Loves discount code for, but more of that later, especially some very good Black Friday deals if you're listening to me in real time. But first, and this is not an ad, I am a genuine fan here, I wanted to find out more about Helen's entrepreneurial journey as well as bring in their chief nutrition scientist, Dr. Frederica Amati, to discuss in greater detail how some of these amazingly interesting new and novel ingredients work yeah, actually work, including a discussion on adaptogens, nootropics, and more. So I would like to now welcome both Helen and Dr. Federica. And this is going to be a really interesting discussion, I think, because we've got two topics going on here. One, talking to a brand founder, a female brand founder, about setting up something completely new from scratch with her husband, Chris. And then, of course, the nutrition expert taking a deep dive into some of the extraordinary ingredients that indie supplements are using. So, Helen, shall I start with you? Warm welcome. Welcome to my podcast. It's lovely to finally have the chance to chat here. I know we've been chatting offline for a while now, haven't we? We have, Liz. Thank you so much for having me. 
Well, let's talk about how we first got to know each other, because you and I go back quite a long way, don't we? We do. So I've spent the majority of my career working in the beauty industry with some amazing brands. And, and one of those brands was Mazelle Beauty Company, where I was fortunate enough to work with both you and Kim for a few years. You did. Yeah. And we, we, we travelled and did all sorts of things, didn't we, really? We, did. we travelled up and down the UK. I think I've been to most department stores in in the UK (laughs) yes yeah doing events and and hosting all of that and so what happened obviously I left the beauty company you know when it was sold shortly after 2010 what was your career path after that so I I stayed in beauty Liz I, I love I love working in skincare and makeup and I was lucky enough to do that for for over 10 years the nature of my job really meant that I spent fair bit of time working in an office and behind a desk and as you said lots lots of travel as well um but it has always been a sort of personal ambition to to own my own brand and I was waiting for the the kind of golden idea and also to be brave enough really to do it so um, after after lots of years of being very tired um I always loved eating healthily and was very passionate about um wellness generally but I got to a point where, you know, day in, day out, I, I was really feeling the effects of my lifestyle and it definitely had an impact on my diet. Um, I wasn't getting in my five a day and, and I, I certainly wasn't getting much diversity in my diet. And I really felt run down. I remember having one winter where I just bounced from one cold to the next and struggled with focus and just feeling really lethargic. And this was the kind of, beginnings of indie without even really realizing it at the time that I started searching for supplements um, to take to, to improve my diet on the go and my husband Chris already took a protein supplement and he started making his own concoctions so he would mm-hmm. add things like moringa, lion's mane mushroom, maca that he just researched online and was, was simply self-subscribing but I think we both really struggled knowing exactly what we should be taking and also in what doses. So there's a lot of information out there, as you know, um, but it was it was hard, I think, to know what brands to trust and what products we could trust. Yeah, um, it's, it's really interesting talking to entrepreneurs about how so often a great brand is created out of personal need. Absolutely. When you see the gap that's on your own kitchen shelf or in your own bathroom cupboard, you think, I'm really missing this. I really need to have something that, that is meeting my need for whatever it is. Exactly. And so, so often you go and, and, and do it yourself. So you, at what point did you decide to set up a company doing this? And, and what was Chris's background? Because I know you're a husband and wife team who work together. How did that work? So Chris is back. I mean, Chris has come from a very entrepreneurial family. He's the, their, their family dinner tables are constantly talking about weird and wonderful business ideas. Um, his father founded a, a business in the, in the food industry as well. And I, I don't think I ever would have done it without Chris because he had that kind of background and that bravery and that push from his father to kind of go out there and be bold and do something that felt very frightening. And I think exactly as you said, it was just this personal frustration, wanting to find a product that we couldn't find. And also, I think, I, I don't know if you can relate to this, Liz, but I, I was struck by how far behind the, the nutritional supplements industry felt in comparison to beauty in terms of 
the level of transparency, but also natural ingredients. You know, and beauty that is the norm now, and it's it's expect the expected standard. But um, in the nutritional supplement space, you know, I'd look at the back of ingredient lists and, and not recognise half of these ingredients, and they, I, I just felt that that industry could could really um, benefit from something that was largely, you know, in many ways inspired by what I'd learnt in beauty. That's a really interesting point. I, I love it that you've you've given that kind of a kick up the backside. And you're absolutely right. You know, you look at any new beauty brand, and I get sent literally hundreds. Uh, there's probably a new thing that arrives on my desk virtually every day and very much focused on plant-based natural ingredients and yet when you dive into most mainstream supplements they are synthetic and I think we're just beginning to become aware of the benefit of food-based ingredients as food supplements because after all that is the name isn't it? it's a food supplement so you expect it to be derived from food and, and to give you nourishment so at what point then did you connect with Dr Federica Amati and and use her specialist knowledge in formulations? So Fred um, was a friend of a friend and I think when we first spoke to her we were just sort of picking her brains and wanted to to introduce our concept and and I think in our wildest dreams we would be lucky enough to have someone with her background as as the most talented knowledgeable academic um, who actually expressed an interest to kind of join the team and we've we've been so lucky that Fred constantly brings us back to evidence-based research and we're really proud of that you know we're a brand that's really based on science and Fed facts checks what we say she she writes a lot of the stuff very good <laughs> very very important especially in this world when there is you know just so much greenwashing and, and misinformation fed can i bring you in there because i know that we've spoken before we've we've done live instagram and and facebook lives before so it's great to connect you with my podcast audience who might not have heard you speak and you are such a, a knowledgeable source of all these things let's talk a little bit about your background how did you come to be working in this whole area of, of kind of functional medicine and, and nootropics and all these amazing nutrients we're going to be talking about <laughs> yeah well thank you I think they're amazing too I started off uh, I've always been a scientist that did an undergraduate at Edinburgh a while ago now, um, in biomedical sciences and pharmacology. And I actually started off my academic career with public health. And while I was studying public health, I realized that a lot of the issues that arise in sort of Western society and in the majority of the world now, actually, um, all come from chronic diseases that relate directly or very closely to nutrition. So it's quite early on that in my sort of journey that I realized I wanted to know more about nutrition. And when I decided to do a PhD, um, again, it was in public health and I, I decided that I needed to be able to interpret data. So I did a, a very data heavy PhD, analyzing large data sets. And whilst I kept a, an open mind and tried to, you know, it, during that time, learned a lot about how to conduct very solid research and how to publish in peer-reviewed journals and all these things that you sort of do in academia. I also did a master's to specialize in nutrition. So I did that a lot, sort of at the same time. And um, that's how I ended up specializing in nutrition. And when I did my nutrition specialization, my master's, I really realized how important two things are, the microbiome and the first thousand days. So from 
conception to second birthday, there's a golden window of opportunity to improve health. So in that sense, my kind of public health background and my nutrition uh, interests have joined together to focus on specific areas. And I've actually done um, quite a lot of work in mental health as well. So it, it works, the three things work well together. And when I started working, um, I've always worked with universities, so I'm still a postdoc at Imperial College. I work with a really great think tank called NEDPRO, and I do nutrition work for companies like Zoe. But when um, Indy, when Helen and Chris approached me, at first I was very, I was a classic nutritionist. I said, no, 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 supplement, you know, <laughs> better to have a good diet. I'm not really interested. Yes. And they said, no, but look, we're, we're doing something quite different. You know, let, have a look. And I said, you know, they are fr- a friend of fr- friends of friends. So I was like, okay, actually, yeah, let's, you know, let's see. And I was actually blown away with <laughs> with how they've come, the story of how they came up with the product, but actually the level of research and how they formulated the product. I can't claim um, to have been part of that. That was completely Chris and Helen. And they did an amazing job. So Mm -hmm. I came in to sort of review it and validate and talk and and really work with them to talk about what we can focus on and what's still emerging as evidence. So there are certain ingredients in the supplements which aren't necessarily yet clinically validated as as having like clinically measurable effects, but they're very much all up and coming. And so we did that kind of work and I actually that's what I said I said to Helen and Chris I said you guys are doing a really cool product actually so it you know if they're and it, I can see how it would be so helpful to people I work with so I do have a clinic as well as a nutritionist and that it would be so helpful for even my clients um so I yeah so I joined the team and I love it I we have a great time together <laughs> <laughs> well it's it's always very fulfilling when you're making something that that impacts on other people's lives and I think it's very interesting to hear your background with public health and data and research uh, particularly in nutritional science because there is so much um spin out there I guess for want of a better word and and we'll we'll talk about some of the ingredients because they're absolutely fascinating. And you're right, some of them are very much up and coming. And I'm beginning to hear about them more and more. And, and listeners who follow me on Lizard Wellbeing will know that we dip into all sorts of things here. I'm really fascinated that you've used that expression, the first first a thousand days. I haven't actually heard that before. I guess it's because my my children are so much older now. I'm kind of out of the baby loop. But that's a very interesting concept that the first thousand days from conception to the second second birthday has such a crucial bearing on future health is that something that's being widely discussed at the moment in public health yes so, so it will yes so there's something called the dohad which is Deve- developmental origins of health and disease and it's a theory which bases it on itself on this 1000 day concept which is also called the golden window um yeah it's, it's very topical it's how a lot of um sort of public health interventions are planned so that's why there's a lot of work being done around trying to make sure that women of reproductive age are well fed and uh, well nourished that they're not anemic so because you know up to 60 percent of pregnancies aren't planned so we we need to really focus on these women who may become pregnant and may choose to keep the baby and make sure that they are well nourished so they can support a pregnancy in the best way possible. And then during pregnancy, nutrition is such a minefield. That's actually where my passion, when I fell pregnant with my first child, I I realized how poor some of the evidence was (laughs) out there. Not the evidence, sorry, the recommendations. So 
some some of the recommendations made are completely not evidence based, and there's some contradictions. I found contradictions even on the NHS website itself. Um, so that's what actually pushed me to start writing, uh, actually start taking the research I do in academia, which is often not that easy to read, and translating it into an accessible way that anybody can read and understand um, without the sort of medical jargon and additional words and you know numbers and stuff. So that's what pushed me to do more public facing writing and and yeah this window of opportunity in the first thousand days is something that's really discussed a lot um in academia especially when we're looking at developmental origins of disease and how to prevent ill health um but it's maybe not as spoken about in the general population and you know it is one of those things that requires forward planning and it requires a public health Absolutely. approach, which isn't that yeah. sexy. So, so I guess it doesn't get as many headlines. <laughs> sure. Well, Helen, you know, coming back to you, uh, obviously, for most of us listening, you know, the first 1000 days are long, long, long gone. And hopefully, uh, as I firmly believe, it's never too late to make a difference. I'm fascinated that you and Chris did all the development work yourself, and that you came up with these formulas. What gaps did you see? What were the things that you were most passionate about wanting to include? Well, I think the first thing I should say, Liz, is um, we we did work with one of the biggest raw ingredient suppliers in the world who are absolute experts in nutrition. So we were incredibly lucky to have them as an an ally through our product development process. But yes, there was a lot of of our own research that, that went into them. I think... The, the key thing that we talk about a lot is is fiber um and how the vast majority of us are not just a little bit deficient but very very deficient in fiber in our diets that's interesting because i mean I, I think when people think about fiber they think of kind of whole grains and and chewy stuff and fibrous vegetables your supplements are actually all powders so how are you impacting fiber through a powder so plant plant-based um, ingredients. Um, using body as an example, which is our everyday supplement, it includes five grams of fiber in every serving, and that's from twelve different plants. So you know, and that really brings me on to my next point, which is around diversity. You know, it's something that Fed talks a huge amount about, and it's something that I myself was mindful of. You know, eating the same vegetables day in day out, buying the same salad from the shop around the corner from the office day in day out and you know when you when you actually sit down and count how many different types of fruit and vegetables you're having every day or every week you realize that it's it's nowhere near um the level that it that it should be um so diversity i think is another really really key thing for indy and you can see that from the stripes on our yeah, it's lovely. I mean, people will have to go to your website at indiesupplements.com and, and take a look. They, they are the colours of the rainbow. What I love about your packaging, it's obviously it's all cardboard and sustainable, which is great. But it, it's striped, it's banded in colours. So I'm I'm looking here actually at your indie body. And it's it starts at the top, sort of red with hibiscus, then going into purple, purple carrots, then hascat berry, acai berry, blueberry, you know, and then all the biocultures, etc. Um, actually, picking up on that, I'm hearing a lot about hascat berry, and my readers may well be familiar with it. This is um, a sort of double purple berry, isn't it? It's purple on the inside and purple on the outside, so it's like a super duper blueberry. 
why 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 have you used that in your formulas because i i know it co- it crops up in several of your blends doesn't it hascat berry it does so hascat berry has three times the level of antioxidants as blueberries so um that was it. we also have blueberry in our in our powders but it is essentially just so potent um that it had to be in there and you know one of the reasons we called in dealers is we're really inspired by indigenous ingredients and has kept that oh is that what it was i always thought it was independent (laughs) indigenous indigenous got it and and we really try to bring this to life in the imagery for indie that you know these are all ingredients that you wouldn't usually find in your dinner plate but once upon a time when we were foraging um they would be much more prevalent in in our daily diet so trying to incorporate ingredients that we just don't have easy access to um, and also ingredients that aren't necessarily as nutritious when they arrive in, in the UK. You know, when we're using ingredients and, and shipping them all over the world, by the time they... Yeah, I mean, look at where most of our blueberries have come halfway around the world. Goodness knows when they were picked and goodness knows what their nutritional value is once they've been refrigerated and actually reach our bowls. Exactly. So by freeze-drying them um, and powdering them, we can attain that nutritional value and and still use this really incredible mix of one of the ones that most times have probably never tried. Absolutely. Fed, can I bring you in here? Hascat Berry. Yes. What's the data on this? What's the research? Why should we be looking at it as something to include in our diet? So it's, the Hascat Berry is actually, what it's really high in is anthocyanin, the polyphenol that Helen referred to. So anthocyanin has plenty of data to show that it's a really effective antioxidant. And all purple coloured plants have anthocyanin in them. So if you go to the markets now, you'll see there's even purple potatoes you know when you cut them open they're a bit purple inside yes. yeah so that anthocyanin is extremely beneficial for us and what's actually interesting is that freeze drying and powdering um the hascat berries increases the anthocyanin content because we remove the water most of it so um fascinating. Yeah. So it's an example of food processing actually being beneficial for a change yeah so yeah actually freeze dried um even you know you can buy frozen wild blueberries from like the supermarket they're really their polyphenol count is really high because they're frozen fresh so um when this is one of the reasons that we say you know eat seasonally and when it's not but possible to eat seasonally it's best to buy frozen or or powdered powdered forms because in that way you're still getting the anthocyanin minus you know the huge amounts of air miles for new zealand blueberries or whatever it is so the anthocyanins have plenty of evidence they're really good antioxidants. They're one of the classic polyphenols that we know are really beneficial for our gut microbiome as well. So our gut microbes love anthocyanin. It helps them produce beneficial postbiotics like short chain fatty acids. Um, so they're really, really good to have in our diet. And as Helen said, you know, I like to recommend everybody has a handful of blueberries or other berries every day but that can be quite difficult to do and not everybody has access to berries every day um so indie body specifically gives us that access to three different types of anthocyanin rich berries which is just brilliant for everyday health both through your microbiome and through the actual polyphenol impact which on our inflammatory response essentially so like reducing inflammation improving a removal of um, reactive oxygen species so it's really just those ingredients themselves were worth talking about for ages actually <laughs> definitely one to watch thank you <laughs> hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news all right i'll do it 
Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Now, Helen, can I come back and pick up on your point about Chris and protein powders? And I think a lot of people listening will think of protein powders as something that gym bunnies are taking. We see these huge, great big plastic tubs of kind of muscle max or whatever it is, you know, in in the gym. And the the whole protein powder industry is, is huge. I mean, it's an absolutely vast area, you have a product called Indie Tone, which has a lot of pea protein in it. Why Why did you do a protein powder and why did you choose pea protein over something like a whey or a casein powder? Okay, so I think you're, you're absolutely right, um, Liz. I've never taken a protein powder in my life. For me, it was something that Chris did as he was trying to bulk up going to the gym. Um, and they never, they'd never appealed to me. And I guess there's two things. One is a really big part for us is, is educating the people on on where the deficiencies are in their diet, and and then explaining how you fill those deficiencies in in the best way. Um, protein is something that you you can get from your diet, but when you are exercising, and obviously we do get from our diets, but when you're exercising and especially um, doing intensive workouts the need to supplement protein is, is incredibly important. And we worked with some of the most amazing sports nutritionists who actually train elite athletes and said to them, you tell us what you're telling your athletes. What are you telling them to help improve their performance and their recovery? And that's where we ended up with, with Tone and Build, which is our two performance blends, both using, as you say, plant-based proteins, which have... Um, the environmental um, advantage of, of obviously not using animal-based proteins, but also um, 
Well, you, you, you and I would differ on that. But anyway, we will move over on that because I'm a passionate believer in regenerative dairy farming. But anyway, I'll, I'll let that one go. <laughs> but, 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 but presumably pea protein has a very good nutritional profile, does it, when it comes to impacting on the body? I mean, Fed, what? what, what... Absolutely. So we, use, we use chickpea and we use pea protein um, and together they deliver that mix deliver all nine essential amino acids that we need to to repair um, our muscles. So by using those two plant-based proteins together, um, it, it's a, it, it delivers the same benefits that, that a whey protein does. So yeah, so it's actually clinically proven to have the same benefits in lean mass maintenance as whey protein. And actually, Liz, um, I think we all, we'd all agree that regenerative dairy farming is really important. Unfortunately, the whey protein supplement industry at the moment gets its whey protein isolates from not good quality milk. So at the moment, um, like a chickpea and pea protein blend is much more environmentally friendly, um, but also whey protein isolate, as opposed to, you know, delicious organic grass-fed milk, does have some adverse effects on our uh, actual, on our health, because it activates certain pathways that are meant for small baby cows um, that aren't necessarily helpful in humans so that's that's quite an interesting bit part about the the protein supplements that indeed does interesting and 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 what about casein i know a lot of companies will use casein protein so it's a similar it's a similar sort of thing it's it's not necessarily the way also the way they make the casein and whey is quite interesting they literally spray the milk and then dry it and then isolate so it's the process isn't it's it's, it's, it takes a lot of processing to remove the other elements of the milk and as you may know you know as you may know Liz, milk itself is an incredibly nutritious um drink if it comes from healthy happy cows that have lived outside grass-fed cows they have so much omega-3 in their milk from the grass so but as soon as you strip all of that away just to isolate the proteins it it just takes um, away quite a lot of the benefits that we see from milk. So whey and casein mm. are very different. And how how, how is how, how is pea protein produced? Because obviously your your powders are pale and and peas presumably a, a dark green. How how do you get protein out of peas? So they're yellow peas. Um, ah, yellow peas. So yeah. is, is and, and is that a particular sort of protein rich variety of pea that we use for pea protein? Yes, exactly. Hmm. Fascinating stuff. Um, and f- so, for example, with that blend, you've also used other things in there, like Montmorency cherry. And this is another thing that I'm hearing a, a lot about. Is that in there because of its vitamin C? Or, you know, why why would you choose Montmorency cherry? It's a beautiful dark colour on your pack, I have to say. Montmorency cherry has a lot of evidence to support that it really reduces muscle soreness after exercise. Um, oh, really? it yeah, so it, it really works uh, in elite athletes, but also in if you're just going to the gym, going for a run, it really reduces muscle soreness. It is, a, again, a powerful antioxidant. So similarly to the blueberries and the hascat berries, it's very, very rich in polyphenols. And those help to reduce the inflammation process that takes place when your lean muscle mass has to rebuild after micro tears during exercise. Um, so it really helps with recovery time, but also reducing the discomfort of recovery. And it has a an added benefit in that it really supports um, good sleep cycles. So, <laughs> so it's a nice one to take um, 
yeah if you after exercise and then you're maybe going to go to sleep a few hours later you might find that your sleep's better too mm. so when is a good time to take protein shakes you know if if you're looking at this or, or or any other i mean should it be before a workout to give you the boost to carry you through or is it recovery really after a workout in an ideal world, you would take it after a workout. So within a couple of hours after the workout, so that the additional amino acids can enter your system and start repair. The Montmorency cherry can do its thing. The green tea catechins in the tone formulation can get to work with helping shift additional uh, fat tissue uh, because it helps with fat metabolism. Oh, um, excellent. So after a workout. Yeah, so <laughs> mind is the one you want to take before a workout because of the caffeine right. content. But the mind, but the but the tone and the builder after, and actually, I think it'd be quite a good time to say now that it's not just for people who do bodybuilding or spinning. We have a much increased protein um, need with age as well. So after the age of thirty-five, we all know that our lean muscle mass st- stops building up and starts breaking down, and um, with hormone changes and pregnancy or whatever you have, you know whatever happens during life, especially to women. Um, we need a higher protein content in our everyday diets. And the older we get, the more protein we need. So it's one of those things that it's nice to take after a workout, but it's also good to take if you've just even been for a walk um, and you feel like having something afterwards. It doesn't have to be, you know, a heavy lifting session. It's really fascinating, isn't it? How, uh, well, fascinating and quite depressing how much muscle mass we're losing as we age. Every year, the percentage lost is mm-hmm. is quite significant, isn't it? And presumably, you know, supplements like this will help, will they, with, with replenishing muscle? Yes. I mean, I to be honest, you know, if we can think in a realistic sense, even just going for a walk around the block, maybe with some lightweight. So, slight resistance weight bearing exercise and Liz you know this already so I'm sorry for no no it's always great to hear it and to repeat the messaging because it's really important yeah so light weight bearing exercise it doesn't have to be Pilates it doesn't have to be yoga those things are great but if they're not accessible to you every day just light weight bearing exercise every day can do wonders to for early mass maintenance but then you have to supplement protein as well so as I said, the older we get, the more we actually need to have protein in our diets. And often people don't do that. So we, um, when you look at older populations uh, and the elderly, they often are really protein deficient in their diets. And it's because maybe we don't associate protein with sort of older people. But actually, the older we are, the more protein we should be, more high quality protein we need in our diets to ensure we maintain the lean muscle mass we do have. So combine that with weight bearing exercise is really important. Um, using our shoulders and our backs, especially because our posture is so key as we get older, um, and then supplementing with good quality protein to help support the lean muscle mass that we do have. I, I think that's absolutely so important and, and very valid. And just to clarify, you know, weight bearing exercise, it it is something that's taking your body weight. So taking steps with walking would be classified mm-hmm. as as weight bearing, wouldn't it? So you know, yes. we're not we're not we're not talking about weight lifting in the gym. It's something no. that could be really simple. No, but even even just carrying your shopping home instead of driving it home, if it's a walk away, of course. But something that adds a little weight to your normal weight. You know, there's really good exercise um, exercises out there you can do, which is holding water bottles or holding as, as little as one kilogram per hand can make a difference. It's just that slightly additional weight and 
moving your body in a in a completely three-dimensional way so pushing up above your shoulders and really using all of your muscles a little bit every day and and make sure you have enough protein in your diet take a good quality supplement if you're not somebody who really enjoys eating foods. that's really helpful and it's, it's a message that i wish would get across more especially women entering the menopause that time is crucial increasing your protein intake is a is a really important way to try and decrease the weight gain associated with the menopause and that, so it's an easy way to do that but it's not very it's not spoken about enough i think really interesting i, I actually invested in a in a weight jacket not that long ago which oh, is like a, a little weighted vest and if i go out for a walk i'll i'll just wear it or a friend of mine who's a personal trainer says look just get a little rucksack and and shove some you know, some water bottles or some tins or something in, in, in the backpack and you are then just adding weight. That's exactly as it. as you walk. And it's it's small hacks like that, I think, that can overall make a big difference. And as you say, if you then come back in and have something, I love the idea that the green tea is then going to burn fat. I think that's fabulous. And and presumably yeah. because you've said it, there is data to support that, is there? Yes, yeah, so green yeah, so green tea caskins um yes specifically act on lipid metabolism they impact the pathway so they just they just accelerate it and potentiate fat metabolism so if you've done exercise that raises your heart rate enough um to require fat metabolism so there's there is a level that you have to reach um when you reach that the green tea catechins potentiate that so it just carries on burning that fat store longer so past after you finish exercising but that's why it is quite good to take it quite soon yeah so it's important that you do take it sort of within the hour after you exercise it does okay. help great yeah. i i'm so adding indie tone to my list i have to say because i'm not i'm not a huge fan of green tea drinking it neat mm. it, it, it's maybe it's an acquired taste but it's um it's not for me but <laughs> it's something, <not> for <laughs> something that i am a big fan of and helen i really want to congratulate you on this uh, as my my followers on instagram will know i am an absolute coffee addict um self-declared and and i love it and i've i've spent a lot of time finding you know kind of mold free coffees and 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 the best source of organic beans etc um, but I am aware that I should probably scale down a little bit. And as as Fed mentioned, you've got the Indie Mind formula. And I have to say, I drink this in the Brilliant. morning now instead of my coffee. Shock. How, 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 how have you wow. managed this? Indie Mind <laughs> contains other things, doesn't it? Like rhodiola and it's got hascap and lion's mane, mushroom and guarana. Lovely things that I'd like to talk about. What was your incentive for, for creating a supplement here specifically for the mind? So I think for Chris and I, it's different. I've actually never been a coffee drinker, whereas Chris absolutely is um, hooked to, to his caffeine hit every day. Um, for him, it was exactly as you said, Liz, wanting to sort of cut down on the amount of coffee that he was drinking. Um, and for me, it was to find something that would give me the boost that I was missing by not not loving coffee. And for us, the amazing thing about mind is that it does have that immediate impact. You know, you really feel a difference within 10 minutes of taking it. But the fact that it also has added benefits for long-term brain health, which is something that I think is so important for all of us to consider. So, 
yeah, that that kind of dual benefit, um, it's certainly become one of the the indie favourites in in lots of people's cupboards. Completely, and it tastes great too. Uh, we'll come on and talk about Lion's Mane in a moment because that I think is sort of where a lot of the research on Alzheimer and and, and dementia is focused. But Fedi, can I ask you, Garana? I remember when that first came out and I was writing for magazines, it must be, gosh, I don't know, almost 30 years ago when some of the first Garana supplements and drinks came out. And there was a lot of um, kind of poo-pooing and saying, oh, it's just caffeine, you know, get over it. There's nothing special about Garana. What's your take on Garana and, and how it works? And is it just another form of caffeine or does it have something special? No. So, I mean, it, it is. it does have caffeine. It contains caffeine in it, but it is a different plant so it has different polyphenol profiles to coffee beans so for example i love coffee i'm italian you can't take that away from me <laughs> and it's great and coffee is actually a, you know great polyphenol too it's polyphenol rich it's fiber rich it's a great drink yes but i think it's garana, a health drink for sure yeah, pretty much <laughs> um so but garana offers a different profile it often it offers additional effects to the caffeine that are actually proven to increase cognitive function so um it is a it's a different type it's a different source of the caffeine basically it acts differently um and it's it works really well in the formulation that these that indie have created because the cacao with the guarana and the beetroot just together potentiate this feeling of alertness what coffee doesn't give you really so yes yeah. we have the caffeine we have the additional polyphenols and then we have the beetroot and the cocoa which is really high flavanol in 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 mind helps literally helps blood flow so it helps our blood vessels to function properly and increases good oxygenated blood flow to our brains when we're using it so it's it works really well together with the nootropics as well which in the long term the nootropics which is essentially they're a type of adaptogen which is a, a type of plant so many words which is a type yes. of plant which helps to reduce the impact of stress reduce the impact of inflammation and nootropics specifically help with that for the brain and for cognitive health mm. so having these ingredients all together gives you the immediate effect of you know the energy and the alertness and being able to focus but in the long term you're going to see benefits for your overall cognitive health helping to reduce the negative impacts that mm. stress has on our brains you know we all know chronic inflammation of the brain is essentially what leads to alzheimer's yeah. so this you know and and other forms parkinson's disease other forms of brain diseases that are associated with you know a reduction in capacity for our brains it just gets worn worn out worn tired yeah. and yeah. having these sorts of foods um in your diet every day can really help to protect against that so even if you do have a high stress job um this can help this can be in your toolkit mm. to try and reduce the impact that stress has well i'd just like health. to un unpack a, a few of those things that you've talked about mm -hmm. there um from my understanding then things like beetroot and cocoa yes is really helping to open the, the blood vessels, boosting blood flow and oxygen to the brain. Mm -hmm. So therefore, that's having a direct impact on how clearly we can think and right. giving us that kind of brain boost that we're also getting through some mental stimulation, perhaps with the with the guarana. 
And then you talked about adaptogens and these are uh, herbs, adaptogenic herbs that kind of adapt to stress and adapt to what our body needs. Is that right? Hence the name. um, They're called adaptogens. It's not really a a scientific term, but it's it's what it, it groups together a group of plants which helps to reduce the impact of cortisol on our bodies and of reactive oxygen species. So it's they're called adaptogens because they help our bodies adapt to stress. So mm-hmm. they don't, they themselves don't necessarily, you know, change when they enter our bodies, but they are, they have a range of polyphenols that help to reduce the negative impact that stress can have. Okay. So um, I think things like rhodiola, yeah. which is an adaptogen, which, right. which people say is, is helping to decrease cortisol levels, the, the stress hormone. That's right. Is, yeah. is that something again, that, that is, is that an evidence-based claim? Yeah, so what well so Rhodiola rosea, Bacopa monieri, and Lion's Mane are all what I would call now the focus of new research. At the moment, mm-hmm. the research that's out there now isn't there isn't enough clinical evidence. Now, bear in mind, running a clinical trial of anything is extremely expensive. Yes. So naturally what happens with these, so beetroot, cocoa have been of interest for years. There's lots of clinical studies. There's lots of clinical data. It sh- it shows how how they work by increasing nitrate. You know we know how they work within the epithelium of the blood vessels. That's all been done. But these new newer ingredients, they haven't got as much clinical data yet. But it's in my opinion, it's a matter of time before mm-hmm. you know before there is investment to actually do some clinical trials one adaptogen that has a lot of clinical trials and it's used in ayurvedic medicine so that a lot of the trials take place and have taken place in india is actually um, ashwagandha and it's a similar type of profile we're looking at here so and lion's mane mushrooms especially having a moment right now so it's quite a lot of so, so, yeah. so lion's yeah. mane and so many of the other mushrooms do these come under the category of being a new tropic so they do. I have to say mushrooms come under their own category because they are so unique in how they work, how what they're made of. And so we've got turkey tail mushroom actually has the most clinical trial data because it's been used to be effect it's been shown to be effective in actually improving breast cancer outcomes. Turkey so tail mushroom. I have yeah, never yeah. heard of that. That's yeah, extraordinary. So that's, yeah, so it's amazing. So that's had that's actually had quite a lot of trial data. And now the other mushrooms are catching up. Lion's mane is really like the next, one of the next ones that is getting looked at. So I think it's only a matter of, I'd say five years time, we'll probably have enough data to start doing reviews. And that's when you can start doing reviews of the of the evidence. That's when the, you know, the evidence base becomes strong. And we can say, this is evidence-based. At the moment, I would say nootropics and you know, lion's mane, bacopa, and rhodiola rosea, they are definitely, they, they're definitely beneficial, mm-hmm. but we don't have enough clinical trial data to say how much, why, what for. Right. Like, we don't have enough of that. But generally speaking, adaptogens, nootropics, these groups of plants we know are beneficial. We do. And lion's mane, I've seen, and we've talked about this before, actually, on, on Instagram and on, on our Facebook lives, seems to be able to provide protection against degenerative brain disease yeah. so if we're looking at things like alzheimer's dementia and this is very specifically through helping the formation of new neurons within That's the right. brain is that right yeah so th- this is again this is in animal studies so it's not um in human trials in mm-hmm. human clinical trials yet but 
they yes in in animal studies it seems to support neurogenesis so creating new neurons which is the ultimate goal for helping to prevent degenerative brain disease of course so it's very promising and very exciting um to see how that will evolve and whether it then translates to human trials that is just so fascinating. Helen, just to kind of sum up here, you must be just have the dream job, haven't you, really? Because you're you're working, certainly for me, it would be working at the forefront of looking at all these extraordinary new things and the potential there for human health and all the things that we're talking about and degenerative brain health, particularly being one of the, the things that is occupying so many of us now as we move into greater numbers with Alzheimer's and dementia, etc., you must be massively excited by all this. What have you got planned for the future? Are there new things that you're looking at? So yes, absolutely. We do. We feel incredibly lucky and we pinch ourselves every day that we're, we're, we're working <laughs> in such an exciting space and with amazing people like like Dr. Fred. Um, we are so rewarded every day to get such incredible feedback from, from customers on the difference that we're making in their lives. And that's why we chose to do what we're doing so that definitely drives us forwards we I think in terms of products we'll always live by our promise not to create a huge range that is, is complicated That's and good. difficult to shop um, we yeah. are launching our fifth product um, early next year which completes our sort of wake to sleep cycle so a product that helps, helps you not only fall asleep but also helps you to have a really deep sleep so that that's coming early next year um and then you know fed touched on it earlier but we're we're very interested in that first thousand days of, of new yes so i won't say much more than that but certainly drawing on on fed's um expertise there we we, we want to we want to move into that space so i'll i'll leave very that. very interesting <laughs> well we'll we'll follow you with interest um i should just ask actually are there any contraindications i know these are food supplements are they safe for everybody particularly perhaps you know pregnant women who are thinking about those first thousand days mm. so i say um the supplements are safe to take apart from mind if you are trying to conceive or pregnant caffeine at any dose isn't really safe to take so it's best to avoid mind um the other ones are safe to take the only sort of um question mark i would put on that is if you're someone who suffers with kidney disease uh, then you will be on a protein restricted diet so obviously the protein supplements may not be a good idea sure but presumably your doctor will have discussed that yes. and you'll, you'll be aware of it so mm-hmm. very very interesting thank you both so much i wish you huge amounts of of good luck and success dr fed thank you for sharing so much knowledge it's always a pleasure i, I learn so much every time we speak and Helen from you know one female founder to another hats off it's not an easy path and I wish you every every good luck with it what you're doing is is really good and worthwhile so I hope that you're massively encouraged to stay stay with it I look forward to seeing you grow and grow and grow thank you thank you I learned learned from the best as they say (laughs) oh bless your heart thank you thanks very much both (laughs) Bye -bye. bye
Well, I don't know about you, but I always learn so much from these conversations. And I do think that the world of plant-based food supplements, adaptogenic herbs and nootropics is something that we are going to be hearing so very much more about in the days, weeks, months, well, years to come. Now, as I said earlier, this is not an ad for Indy, but I do love their products and what they do. And I'm very pleased that they have given us all an affiliate discount code to use on their website website, which is IndieSupplements.com. So at the moment, if you're listening to this in real time, there is a special 25% Black Friday offer across the board if you use the code LizLoves at the checkout. Thereafter, when the Black Friday deals disappear, that's on Monday the 29th of November, you will still be able to use the LizLoves code to get 15% off their entire range. So that's LizLoves all in capitals, all one word that you can use over on IndieSupplements.com. And I, for one, shall be stocking up this weekend. In fact, you know, I've been so impressed with the results of taking their Indie Mind powder and making this into a morning shake. Instead of my regular, well, rather endless cups of coffee, I have decided to bulk buy a batch and send everyone on my Wellbeing Magazine team a tub of it. Yeah, I have, to help keep their brains working to best effect in the run-up to all the stresses and strains of the festive season. Well, if I'm honest, I guess there is a little bit of vested interest there too. If the studies show it can indeed improve cognitive function, it sounds like a very good investment to me. Well, that is just about all we have time for this week. I hope you have enjoyed today's conversations. Do let me know by leaving a comment across our many social media channels. I have a lovely new social media manager on my team now called Rachel, and she is working really hard to put even more relevant and interesting content, competitions and offers across all our platforms, including YouTube, Instagram and Facebook. So do follow Lizar Wellbeing there for all the latest news, views and discussions, as well, of course, sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Now, as you may know, this comes out each and every Friday around tea time. So do check your spam email box if yours doesn't arrive safely each week. And it really is worth a quick look because we include links to seasonal weekly recipes, other podcasts, offers and ideas, not only for the weekend, but also right the way through the week ahead. It's completely free to sign up for. We don't sell your data. We don't spam you with rubbish. And of course, you can unsubscribe at any time. So if you'd like that, head over to lizellwellbeing.com if you would like to join my well-being community and receive this. So until the next time we chat, go well. Bye-bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.